Ticket City presents Why You Go to the Game at UT. The Texas Tech kicker did a fake field goal. I mean, you could see in his face that he was going to make the first down. And Tony Brankins, outside linebacker, came across and completely destroyed him. I, I thought he was dead. Everyone thought he was dead. That hit will always be, you know, something I'll never forget for sure. Put yourself in the action with tickets from Ticket City. Visit hook'em.com and click tickets. Welcome to Longhorns Unfiltered, Texas 31, TCU 16. Cedric Golden here with Kirk Bowles, Danny Davis, and Brian Davis. Um, color me shocked. <laughs> I did not pick the Texas Longhorns to beat the TCU Horn Frogs, but they did it, and they did it in convincing fashion. Duck, why? Well, they win with this ravenous defense. Four takeaways. They smothered uh, TCU in the second half. And that's going to be their blueprint. The offense struggled. They were over eight on third down, but the defense kept to their knitting, took the ball away, denied TCU, and then the offense got untracked a little bit, and that's a winning formula. No, I, def- I definitely think that what we saw today is what Tom Herman, it's kind of how he draws it up. You know, let's win with defense, and hopefully, hopefully the offense gets some short fields. And that's exactly what happened today, you know. Right. Uh, Stearns, especially with the picks, almost a pick six, but they puts it at the two, and bang, they punch it right in. Finally, the offense is taking advantage of first and second down situations at the goal line. Thought that was a big step forward. Yeah, and that third quarter is everything that if you're a Texas fan, you want to see from this defense. Those two safeties, it's going to be you know, the Big 12. I don't want to you know, put words in their award pickers' mouths, but you know they're going to have a difficult time picking between those guys if they want to give it to a Texas defensive player, Brandon Jones, Caden Stearns, just you know three turnovers in that third quarter, and that's just what Texas fans want to see from this. As good as the offense was, as you know, as much as they cashed in on opportunities, that third quarter was the story. How about Sammy Ellinger, twenty-two of thirty-two, play clean again, two hundred fifty-five yards, two touchdowns, zero turnovers. For a third straight game, that's the formula for success. People hate that term game manager, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he is letting his players make plays. He's picking his spots. Great throw to Colin Johnson, and he and he's feeding off of this defense and doing just enough in the run game. Yeah, they're finding a connection, Sam and Colin. It's good to see. They obviously developing some chemistry, you know, after working together a year and a half now, and, and Colin's feeling it. He's confident. He's going up for balls. He's fighting for extra yards. Getting that yak. Third down. You know, he's not been a yak guy. Mm-hmm. So that's good to see because, you know, they they can rely on each other to make big plays. One thing, one thing about Colin Johnson, and Will Jordan's been sure to point this out the last two weeks. And Lil Jordan's two touchdown catches, it's been Colin who's been downfield blocking. Yes. And, you know, yep. putting some big... You know, knocks on some guys who may be able to catch a little Jordan. So, and Lil Jordan's the first one to point that out. And you know, right, Colin's not just hands. That's been a, a weakness, and I think yeah. they've really improved. He's, that a, he's a football player, Danny, not just a receiver. But here's the, but here's the thing, guys. I mean, you know, we have said from day one, Sam Ellinger does not have to be Vince Young. He no. doesn't. He doesn't. Just get the ball to the playmakers. And, and, and where they have an ability to try to make something happen. And that is exactly what has happened two weeks in a row. You get the ball out to Colin Johnson. You get it to little Jordan Humphrey. Get it to them where they can work with it and just let their athleticism take over. The check downs to, to, to Trey. Yeah. I mean, to me, good. again, those were great, great decisions. On the third and eight. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, no one is expecting 
Sam Ellinger to be Vince Colt or the, or two or those two players combined, right? I mean, yes, you're right. They hate the term game manager, but that's not a bad thing either. Mm-hmm. It's just not the way this team is built. Well, well a game managers can win championships. Yes, right. absolutely. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl as a yeah, game I know, manager, especially with a defense like mm-hmm. this one. Well, well, I know this is a family show, but but I'm I'm going to have to say the P word. Oh, you are. Yes, I am. Uh, prosperity. Oh, <laughs> well, that P word, Brian. What will they do now? They are winning games, and now all of a sudden people are kind of expecting them to win. They're going to Bill Snyder Family Stadium at K-State, which has been a house of horrors. Way better teams than this one have gone in there and gotten beat. K-State lost 35-6 to West Virginia uh, on tonight. What do you think is going to have to happen for them to keep their heads small and regular size and not go in there and stub their toe in a winnable game. Well, I mean, there, there's no doubt that uh, I I want to say that this team is different. And, you know, I think right now you might have to say maybe they are, right? Um, and if this team truly is different, this team goes to Manhattan and takes care of business. Mm-hmm. But, 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 just like you said, said very good Texas teams have gone there and lost. But... Right? This is not your grandfather's K-State team. That's a true. No call it's, it's just run by your great-grandfather. It may be the grandfather. <laughs> that's the coach. Good point, Bryce. But uh, wow. they, they are not looking like a good team. They're not. No. And usually those are good teams and well-coached teams that beat Texas when they go to Manhattan. I don't have that confidence in K-State. And this team is hungry. It's just like Chris Nelson rubbing the belly, which I love. I think that's a great little gesture, and Mm -hmm. Gary Johnson was picking up on it, too, because they're not fat and sassy. They're hungry because they haven't been there before. Danny, uh, what stood out to you uh, offensively tonight uh, besides Colin Johnson? I know he was the offensive hero, but what else stood out to you on that offense? Um, well, the running game isn't anything worth writing about, home, home, home about again. Although it was kind of impressive to see Keontae get four straight carries in the third quarter after he, you know, was uh, injured in the first half, and we we'll had to look forward you know, going ahead about his injury. And they said Calvin Anderson had kind of a knee issue there, mm-hmm. but uh, played through it. So keep an eye on those things. But yeah, I mean, you know, Colin Johnson, little Jordan. I mean, that's that one-two punch is going to be. Something. I mean, it may not be something to look forward down the road because they're both juniors and both will be making money uh, some sometime soon. So, you know, Longhorn fans should probably embrace that. But, you know, if those two can keep doing what they can do and Sam uh, keeps uh, playing mistake-free ball, I mean, that's a formidable – you may not need a running game because that's a formidable uh, one-two punch. I, am, I'm, I, I have to tell you guys I'm very impressed with what I saw. I had them losing by double digits mm-hmm. in this game, just but the Vegas had them by like a three point underdog. They showed up, they balled out, they hit, they made big plays, and the one thing that we haven't talked about that I really noticed is they made mistakes and didn't pout about it. They Thank came you. back. Devontae yes. Davis gets toasted on a pump fake, big PBU near Chris the end Boyd. zone. Chris Boyd. Gets toasted for 50, big PBU in the end zone. Those are the kind of things that can build a winning culture. Uh, when bad things happen, you come back, 
and don't and don't let it get you down. I I don't think we saw that under Charlie Strong, and we didn't see a whole lot of it under Tom Lance. No, you'd see bad body language. Yes, and that's you would what, think, yes. okay, now what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And you don't see that with his team. And and I think a big part of that was these talented freshmen that have come in, like Josh Moore, like Caden Stearns, like B.J. Foster. They're not just playing; they're balling out. This is the first Texas team in the five years that I've been on the beat where I truly feel like that old, you know, that old cliche of go on to the next play. I, this is the first team that I think truly does that, right? Okay, so you got beat, so what? Go to the next play, right? Right? And short memories, yeah, short memories. And and Kirk, you hit the nail on the head. This team is not going to get complacent because none of them have done it. Haven't won. None, none of them have ever won. So to every single person in that locker room, this is a whole new experience. Well, I'm going to tell you, my boys here, Davis and Bowles, had them at eight and four. Yeah. Myself and Mister Mister Danny had them at seven and five. I'm still kind of confident about my seven and five because I'm still waiting to see if they can continue to do it. I think they beat K State. And go to four and one. Then we'll see what happens in Dallas against the OU Sooners. All right, check out our stuff on hook'em.com. This is Longhorns Unfiltered. We'll be back Monday with Longhorn Confidential. For now, I'm Seth Golden for Danny, Brian, and Kirk. We'll see you next time. <laughs>